There we go. Um, but anyway, um, let's get started. Okay. We're good. We're good now. So let's get started. So today's topic is discussing male versus female gym experiences. Now, the reason that I wanted to discuss this is it's kind of something that came on passing on a live that I did with Kieran last week. And I was actually having a bit of a think myself because as someone who's been going to the gym now for many years, I don't really get any sort of gym anxiety. I don't really notice when maybe people are watching me or looking at me as a female in the gym because I'm just putting my headphones on and cracking on. But after speaking to clients, speaking to you yourself last week and speaking to various people, like clients who are wanting to weight area but still have anxiety, I think it's still an issue. But at the same time, I think that it is becoming more accepted of women being in the weights area. So I wanted to jump on with another coach to discuss this, but also get a male's perspective to understand. I don't really understand any sort of male perceptions or male struggles within the gym. So I wanted to hear it from yourself and obviously potentially the fact that you probably speak to more guys as well so you can get a bit of a consensus. But I actually want to start with our experiences starting the gym. So I don't know if you remember your experience starting the gym, but I know I remember mine. And yeah. for myself, I first initially felt like I had to be in classes. When I first started the gym, I felt like it was very much the female role or the female thing to do to go and do the classes, to go and do the zumbers and the body pumps. Because if you looked in those classes, it was pretty much female dominated. And then if you had a look around the gym, you would occasionally the odd woman in the weight area, but predominantly men. And back when I used to be at that gym, the women you would see in the weights areas always kind of look like they belonged there, if that makes sense, in the respect that they look yeah. like they had muscle definition. They always looked like they knew what they were doing. So for myself, I always thought, as, as a slightly bigger girl, I don't belong anywhere apart from a class or a bit of cardio kit um, upstairs. That is how I felt when I first started. Now... With my own experiences and getting a personal trainer, I then realized that I was fine there. You know, it was absolutely fine. But I did initially remember going into the weights area on my own for the first few times and feeling out of place, feeling like I was somewhere I shouldn't quite be. Felt like eyes were on me and it took me a long time to overcome that. So that's kind of my first yeah experience in the gym what was yours like as a guy because I think everyone expects females especially when they first go into the weight section that it's a big thing a big milestone but I can imagine as a guy there's all that kind of pressure and anxiety the first time you ever go as well but no one talks about it yeah it's, it is it's one of them things that gets it, it doesn't get talked about enough and it's really 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 weird just because like when you first walk into a gym, and I don't know if it's like the spotlight theory taking taking fully hold, but you walk into the gym and instantly what you see is you see you see a majority of men around like the around the weight section. Um, I don't know if that's just spotlight theory because I just walked in and just instantly just no tried to notice loads of like huge built like a brick shit house guys there. Um, but from from like a male's perspective, like it's not as not it's not too dissimilar to your experiences either. So like going into the gym, when it comes to, let's make, get a little bit perspective. When it comes to like having a certain goal, like it's, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be wrong to say that females and males stereotypically tend to have goals of the opposite side of the spectrum. So a lot of, a lot of ladies tend to go into the gym and to like try and, you know, lose fat, slim up, you know, all that stuff. Whereas guys go into the gym because they actually want to do the opposite. They want to, you know, get bigger, they get bulky, they want to put on muscle, they want to, you know, get strong and everything. So my first experiences at the gym weren't too dissimilar to yours. Granted, they were to, for two completely different reasons. So I went into the gym and I instantly thought, you know what, if I did a lot of cardio, I'd be shredded as fuck. If I went into the gym and started to do classes like LBT or pump and everything like that, I'd put on a lot of muscle, I'd, you know, try and get nice and big and stuff like that. Um, whereas I couldn't be further away from the truth, you know what I mean? Um, it, in a weird way, it's kind of like, it's the same kind of intimidation that you probably felt, but for a different reason. Mm. Like, instead of, like, going into the gym and thinking, you know what, people are going to judge me for this, this and this, uh, people are going to think, like, what are you doing and stuff like that, 
I went into the gym instantly comparing myself to others. Yeah. So like, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I wouldn't, I'm, I'm confident enough to say that when I first started going to the gym, I didn't wear shorts or a short sleeve t-shirt for at least a year because I was actively trying to compare myself to others who had been there for years before that, who had been, you know, training for, training for so long, who had built like brick shit houses who were massive and stuff like that. So like I went in, instead of thinking that this is what I need to do, I went in trying to compare myself to others because I, I assumed that that is where I wanted to be. That sort of makes sense. Absolutely. I think comparison is, is quite a big issue as well with people now. I think in an environment where you are trying to better yourself, it is quite challenging to not compare because you're trying to be the best version of yourself for a certain goal. If there are people around you who are kind of where you want to be or closer to the ideal, it is hard to to take your attention away from that. But that is an issue that I do hear a lot with clients is they'll say things like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm too big to go into that section or the girls there are younger or it's just things like that the way I think I, I, I can't explain it but people are seeing other people I you're thinking that that other person is more of a a typical gym goer therefore they belong there and therefore I don't and it's all about that identity and it all comes down to preconceptions I think of what the gym is and who belongs in the gym because I've, I don't know if yeah. some clients or I don't belong in that section or um, I can't go in there because only X kind of people go in there. Have you had that kind of conversation or discussion with people before? Yeah, not not just with my uh, not just with my team, but like for myself as well. Um, like it's kind of you go into the gym, like kind of assuming it's going to be like high school, where there's loads of little, like clicks. You know what I mean? So like, there's a group of like popular guys, there's a group of people that like to go to the library and stuff like that. That's that that kind of con like misconception about the gym was very very vibrant when I first started the gym. So like I assumed that I could only go on a platform if I had a belt chalk. Uh, I was doing like one rep maxes, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. And then like I assumed that you could only go into the dumbbell section if you were if you'd been, you know, training for two years and you know sniff pre workout for every session. Um, so that's that's instantly what I thought. That was my uh, predetermination of where I should be in the gym. Um, and like, I don't know how you felt about it when you first started as well, but I just instantly assumed that machines uh, and cardio were just where I'm supposed to be because they were like beginner stuff. Yeah. Uh, and if I if I ventured anywhere else, then people would know and they'd be like, "What the fuck are you doing? Like lifting dumbbells? You've only been training for like a week. Stop doing that. Like get out. This is our section and stuff like that." And it is kind of just one of them things where, like, you overthink it massively. And then that puts you off even more from doing it because you think, oh, no, these people are going to judge me for this. These people are going to judge me for that. I'm just going to stick on my nuts. I'm just going to stick on my own, be quiet, not ask for any help, and just think that I know what I'm doing. Um, unfortunately, I had, I had like a slight like over-egotistical ego when I first started the gym because I thought, you know what, Billy Big Bollocks, I've done sport and exercise science, I'm fine. I don't need any help at all, but I can be further away from the truth, to be honest, so... No, that was my uh, like initial experiences of like other people in the gym. I don't know how if you could relate to that at any point, but yeah, that was my own uh, experiences. To be what you said about the whole big thing, I absolutely a hundred percent. I remember wanting to go and change one of my movements for a dumbbell variation, or and I was like, I, I can't. I don't have that authority yet. But one thing that you flagged up there that I actually want to kind of touch on, which is quite an interesting point, with you saying that you are reluctant to ask for help. Now, I think even though there is more discussion around women being more anxious about going into the gym, women being more nervous to go into the free weight section, whether that is statistically a higher percentage or not in reality, I don't know, but there is more discussion about it um, for sure. But I also think it's more accepted for women to say that, to go, I'm nervous about going to the gym. I'm, I'm quite nervous about going into the free weight section. And I think it's easier for women to put their hands up and go, I'm nervous, I need help. Um, I know for a fact that I've got family who wanted to go into the, the, the gym and go into the free weight section that are male, but they were reluctant to ask for help from me, yeah. the trainer, from, and I don't know if it's an ego thing because obviously we're big on psychology. We, could, we can go into sort of the potential psychological um, reasons for that. 
But I think personally, it is easier as a woman, and I've seen it from women that I've spoken to for them to go, actually, you know what? I need a helping hand here. I need a PT. I need a coach. I need to go with a friend because I am scared to do that. Whereas I feel as a guy, it's kind of like, it's not seen as a weakness to admit that you are actually afraid or anxious or unsure about it. But again, I don't know if that's just my preconception or if you've seen different. No, 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 I agree completely. Like before you, before you did online coaching, were you a gym floor PT? Yes. Okay. How hard was it to approach lads? I, I didn't, <laughs> really. Exactly. Exactly. Like, the majority of my, the majority of my client base were females. Like, I think even now, the majority of my, my team are females. Because ladies, like, it seems like they, they, they know when they need help. I don't know whether that's like, I don't know whether that's because, I, I genuinely actually do know that it's because there's lads have egos. We don't like admitting that we need help. We never do. I, I think it's because of how we've been brought up in society, like, like never ask for help, you know, like, never share how you're feeling, you know, all that standard lad stuff. But like lads were so difficult to approach. Like when, when I was, was I'm on poor PT, like my, my general like, ideology when it came to like day-to-day -day stuff was just try and help at least like 10 people about nine out of 10 people of them, of them were ladies, not because it was the ladies that needed the most help, but it was because the majority of them were the most accepted of the help. Like, I remember so many times I went up to a lab on a squat rack, mate, mate, excuse me, do you mind if I just give you a little bit of advice on the, on, on the squat? And I remember multiple occasions they turned around and went, nah, don't worry, mate, I'll be all right, I've got it. And it's like, all right, shit, you spine out, that's absolutely fine with me, like, um, I don't mind. Turned around, went to a lady in like the freeway section, went, excuse me, do you mind if I like give you a little bit of help, a little bit of advice for that? And they were very accepting of that. Um, so I, I, I do genuinely think it's potentially just like an ego thing. Like, as, as lads, we, we just don't want help. And it's, it's annoying because that's ironically the thing that's holding them back from actually progressing is that they're not asking for help. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that, like we 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 suck basically. We're shit. Our species is all. <laughs> you could put it down to some sort. I mean, because we we're all about the psychology theory, but that's evolutionary where males versus males. It's kind of seen as your opponents to each other. You know, there's that dominance wanting to come in. So that that could be you know, and it, it, like you said, it is definitely a way that brought up. I remember studying psychology of gender um many many years ago back in my studies and we were talking about this fluidity of masculine being a female with the more feminine traits you are going to be generally more accepted in society and say masculine if you are masculine with the more manly traits so as a result that is kind of how we are brought up because ultimately our parents want us to fit into the norms so we get reinforced with you know, like as a guy, if you were like, you know, asking for help and, you know, admitting your emotions all the time, you're probably going to get, you know, come on, you need to man up, you need to do this, you need to, not that your parents thought anything less of you or that teachers or anything thought less of you, but that is just what is reinforced. Whereas females, we get nurtured more. It's, it's okay to express our emotions. It's, it's, it's done so. So I do think it is how we are brought up as well. And I completely agree. And now you've said that, not only have I noticed that most of my client base are females and I always have been because... I can relate to females more, and I've always said I'm more comfortable. I did PT a few guys, um, but they all approached me through kind of getting to know them just as a person rather than them just explicitly coming to me saying, Lucy, I need help, if that makes sense. Whereas females yeah. I've worked with would just literally, some of them out of the blue, just be like, Lucy, I need your help. Um, it was a totally different way of approaching. For them, it was, I remember the conversations we had as well with a lot of them. It wasn't, it wasn't emotionally driven. Um, so I don't know if you relate to any of your PT or one-to-one -one clients online. Whereas when I was talking to women about, you know, why is it you want to get started with some PT? You know, what is it you want to do? And it would always be about, you know, you'd, when you find out, it would be quite an emotional reason driving that want. You know, I want to feel better. I want to stop feeling ashamed of who I am. It was all very emotional. With guys, it was it was very surface level. I need to lose this weight. Uh, I want to look a bit better. There was no... Like, yeah. It was just black and white fact. And even when you try to pry into why do you want to feel better, you know, you just want to feel better, don't you? That's yeah, 100% is. We just don't like expressing our emotions, I think. I think that's what it is. I, I think it's we, we hate. No, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'll, I'll tell people how I feel, 100%. But like, if you're like, you've never been through that, 
like you find it hard like expressing that the, what you want is because of an emotional reason so you just pin it instead upon vanity as opposed to like it would make you feel better so like when i ever have like a consultation with a male it it's really it, it takes a long time to get into the why like it's literally like okay so what do you want to achieve and they go oh yeah i just want to you know i want to you know put on muscle lose fat etc and you go okay why and they go well you know i just feel better it's like, okay, why? And it's like, oh, because I like the sound of it. And it's like, right, okay, no, why? Why do you want, like, what What can you not do now that you want to be able to do? It's like, right, okay, I want to be able to take my top off on the beach. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. Whereas whenever I have, like, a consultation with a lady, they're very open about, like, why they want to do it. It's like, why? Okay, so what do you want to achieve? You want to lose fat? And it's like, why? Because I just don't feel good within myself. And it's like, okay, cool, wicked. This is how it can work. I think it just takes a lot of, without taking a quote from Shrek, it takes a lot of peeling back the onion to get to like the internal reason as to why a lad wants to achieve what he wants to achieve. Like I fully relate to it. It took me about what a year and a half to really understand like why I wanted to do what I did. I just walked in with the sole intention of right, okay, cool. If I put a muscle, I'll I'll feel more, I'll, I'll look more attractive. I'll go from a solid four to a solid six, like that. You know what I mean? So, like, if I, if I put on muscle, I feel, I'll, I'll look more attractive. Like, I'll get a little bit more attention in my clubs and stuff like that. It'll be happy days. And then the funny thing is, is it, that actually doesn't happen. Like, it doesn't happen as much as what you want. So, it got, like, a year and a half through, and it's like, okay. So, if that's not happening, why do I actually want this? And then I realized that it's because I liked going to the gym. I liked getting stronger. I like wearing a short sleeve T-shirt. You know what I mean? Without feeling self-conscious. I didn't mind, like, getting pictures took at me from the side. Oh, boy, my life. I didn't like um, getting pictures took at me from the side um, because I actually felt good within myself. And it took, like, a year and a half for me to actually realise that. And I found that with lads, it does take longer for them to realise the innate reason why they want to achieve it as opposed to just the, the vain external reason, if that sort of makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So... This has kind of got me thinking a little bit now as to whether there is actually more of an issue on a societal level than males wanting help with health and fitness related endeavours, but never actually reaching out to anyone for it because of that pride and ego taking over. So we kind of see it as more of a female dominant issue. And again, it's what's reflected. If you look at the amount of people if you look at like generally client transformations and the amount of people tagging, you know, that they work with a coach and what have you, you will genuinely see that most times it's female. I'm guessing there's going to be males who work with coaches but don't want to say they do because, again, the pride thing taking over. But now I'm starting to wonder, it'd be quite interesting to hear what you think, if actually the issue of people wanting help is potentially actually higher in the respect of there's more males wanting help out there just don't reach out for whatever reason so it is almost more of a male issue than a female it's just because it's more accepted to talk about it as a female that proportionally we see more women reaching out for help and going on diets and this sort of thing yeah but could it actually be that it's pretty equally matched or actually in, in respect that males are actually struggling more because it's just not accepted to struggle as much i fully believe and this is, this is just anecdotally. I don't have any data to suggest this. This is just pure anecdotal. I fully believe that males need more help. I really, really, truly do. And that's not me being like a fucking sexist pig or anything. That's just me just saying it from my own anecdotal experiences. I genuinely believe that males need more help with it, but they just refuse to reach out. Um, and I don't know what the exact statistic is, so if you know it, then you're more than welcome to like have me up. But it's something like, isn't it something like male, male, like male depression is more prevalent than female depression, but it's less diagnosed because we don't want to reach out as much. It's, it's a statistic along them lines, and it's going to really annoy me if I don't get it right. But it's something along them lines. And I'm not saying that, like, I'm not saying that everybody that goes to the gym is depressed. I'm not saying that everybody that tries to work on themselves in the gym has some kind of depressive symptoms. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that, if the one of the biggest killers of men, which is depression, suicide, based, uh, the depression, and then suicide, if one of the biggest killers of men 
is not diagnosed enough because we don't want to reach out, then think about how that's affecting people that just need to reach out in the gym. Like, it's, it, obviously, it's a smaller, it's a less serious issue of wanting to reach out in the gym. But it, you, can, you can replicate that to males in the gym because we just don't want to reach out. And honestly, as, as a, well, I hope I'm a male, um, as someone as a male, I, I, it baffles me. Like, it really does. But then again, it also doesn't because I was that same person. I thought I was Billy Big Bollocks. I thought I knew exactly what to do and how I needed to do it. I didn't need any help at all. But evidently I did because I wasted the first year and a half of my training life just doing random shit every time. You know what I mean? Like doing hit workouts and stuff. And obviously it didn't work, obviously. Um, so I think it is a male problem that we don't reach out much. And I'm interested to know why that is. Um, do you think, it's a bit of a deep question, do you think that females care more about how they look than males, or is it vice versa? See, again, I think, I think it's the exact same argument that I just put forward. I think it is very, very socially accepted for females to talk very, very negatively about their body, to have body image issues. Whenever you think of the, you know, body image, body satisfaction, a female is going to come to mind. A female is going to be the image that you think of in that instance. Um, you typically see more, you know, things marketed towards dieting and fat loss centered around women. So again, I think it's more accepted as a woman to have body image related issues. And I actually did a whole module on the psychology of body image in uni with men. I, mean, I think we actually discussed this and said that it's just... It's accepted in a weird way for women to talk down about themselves. Whereas with guys, again, it's not that it's not as accepted, but it's just not as prevalent. So because it's not as prevalent, it isn't discussed as much. Therefore, it's probably not as socially acceptable to talk about. And again, guys don't like to express emotions as much. Women are not happy, but women, I can imagine, I can imagine my mum coming home one night and crying on my dad going, I hate how I look. I could never see it the other way around. Even though my dad, I know sometimes, has had those days where he's like, oh, I feel better from holiday. But again, it's very surface level. You never actually see the emotion come out. And again, I think it is, again, that societal issue of how men and women are portrayed, the gender roles that we kind of think that we have to be in order to be a woman or to be a man, that we just get reinforced with over time. And then when these issues do come, it's very hard for then someone like yourself to express that because that's not what a guy does. I, I I yeah. guys meeting up, you know, lads, pub, whatever you do. Again, that's really, really sexist. But, you know, whatever you guys do, hanging out and actually kind of all having a chat. We talk about football, boobs and, that's you know, all the standard well, stuff. That's exactly what we talk about. One of you breaks down crying on your mate going, I'm just so upset with how I'm feeling. I just need to lose this weight. And you can't just ever see that scenario happening. Whereas with girls, it's so goddamn common that when we meet up and chat and we just go and see conversations about our body and how we want to change it and what diet we're doing. It's just a very, very accepted thing. Not that I'm saying that's right, and it's definitely not, but it's accepted yeah. with body image. It's almost a part of us yeah. being a woman in some respects. But as a guy, I know people, like guys that I know, like family, friends, as guys, have struggled with their body image, but I've never heard them talk about it. Or if I have, it's yeah. very surface level. It's very matter of fact like i can use an example i'm not going to say who it is because it's personal to them but i know they said to me at one point i really need to build my arms because i need to start to fill out some t-shirts more because when i go into this acting um that i want to go into they do want you to be bulkier for that reason but i knew deep down that it was more than that i knew that it was yes obviously it looks good for your acting roles but also you want to be a bit bulkier. You want to look a little bit better and feel better in yourself. But I didn't feel comfortable to, to bring that up. I didn't want to get to the emotional surface level because I could see that guard was up of, I only want to do this for a means to an end. There is no emotion, but I knew there was, if that makes sense. 100%. I get, I, like, I get you completely. And I think one of the main issues is that, like obviously recently, well, not even recently, like within the past like five five years or so, like the whole stigma attached to females need to be slim, females need ladies need to be skinny, and all you know, thigh gaps and all that bollocks. It's kind of been, you know, it's been refuted. It's been people are giving it shit now. People are knowing, calling it out for what it is. You know, you see like the OK magazines and all that stuff. Like people actually, you know, portray it on social media and say this is wrong. Don't do this. This is shit. This is this is not the best way to look at your body, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. 
there's hardly any notice of that with lads. You still got Men's Health magazine coming out every week and portraying like you know Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's known as having one of some of the best genetics in history. You know, plastered on the front page and all that stuff. You see like you know cartoons and stuff of you know cartoon characters taking off the top and suddenly they're massive by hench and stuff like that. Imagine if that imagine if that happened with like a female. Imagine if within this cartoon, like a female cartoon character took off the top and suddenly hourglass figure, you know what I mean, bra, thumb, etc. etc. Like that wouldn't happen these days because people have called out how wrong it is, but it still happens to males in that sense. And I think that's part of the reason why, because like obviously ladies, there's still that overarching feeling of ladies feel like they need to go to the gym to lose weight, you know, slim up, etc., etc. But it's it's slowly getting you know chucked out now. People are realising it, but obviously there's no active there's no active protocol that's stopping that for lads. It's still so as much, as prevalent as what it was for ladies back in like the 2000s. For lads, as what it is now. Like you see actors going for roles, getting on gear. Like I truly believe, um, oh, who's his face? Uh, I truly believe uh, Tom Hardy got on gear for Bane uh, in, in Dark Knight. Um, Dwayne Rock Johnson, he's juiced to his girls in my opinion. Um, all, for, all for just acting roles, you know what I mean? Like imagine if, for example, I don't know, imagine if, for example, um, Scar- uh, is it Scarlett Johansson? Who played Black Widow in in Marvel? Yeah, yeah. Imagine, imagine if like the directors turned around to her and went, right, okay, you need to lose ten kilograms and you need to slim up like this in order to get that role. There'd be an outcry. People would be like, "What are you on about? Shut up and just play her." But turning around to um, Tom Hardy and saying, "Right, you need to get like this in order to play Bane. Here's some, uh, here's some trembolo. Take that." You know what I mean? Like it's, it's. That's normal when no one's like, no one's arguing or debating against it. And I think that's partly the reason as to why lads still feel the need to get bulky and don't want to talk about their own body image because they think it's normal to get to that point, if that makes sense. It's not even just the promise enhancing drugs as well, it's that the protocol. So when they go on these extreme diets and extreme training regimes to get in shape, they're always really extreme, like really hardcore because. People kind of make a joke, don't they? They'll go and like do the YouTube video of I copied Tom Hardy's regime to get in shape for what? And people are like these are so hard, and it's almost taking it's almost taking the joke of it a little bit. But if there was one for like, again, like say Scarlett Johansson, she had to do an extreme diet and training regime, which she probably does have to do, but no one published. Yeah. They're not published as like desirable. Again, they'd be out. Exactly. This is disgraceful. This is disgusting. This is, you know, putting her body at risk and her health at risk for the sake of a role. And the fact of the matter is, these training and diet regimes that the guys are doing, they're not healthy. They're extreme levels of exercise, probably extremely restrictive diets, probably lower calories than their body needs to get absolutely ripped and peeled. You know, we're talking almost like bodybuilding style. But again, it's almost seen as glamorous, isn't it? Like, they're seen in the articles and the magazines and on YouTube. They're seen as a good thing. It's like a oh wow, that's really impressive that they've done that. Not a actually, this is actually pretty extreme. Just just for, for a role in in a film. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. And it's also like like obviously like there's such a, like this banter. Like I'm I'm a very banterous person. I give my mates shit all the time. It's really like it's it's quite funny. But I only give them banter for for things that like they could take. Like for example, if one of my friends obviously had like a, a family passing or something, I wouldn't start giving them shit about that because obviously that's very sensitive and obviously I, I don't know if they can take that. But if I say to them something like, um, I don't know, like, oh, you shit at football or, or you can't, I, I don't know, some kind of banter involving football, I know that they can take that. Now, that being said, I remember times when I was younger and when, like, I don't know, swimming or something, took my top off and I got banter from my mate saying, oh, yeah, you need to eat a sandwich. Or get to the gym or, or weary calves and stuff like that. And granted, like I, I, I take banter really well and I did take it really, really well. But let's also flip the coin. Imagine if one of my female friends also took a top off and I said, and I'm never going to say this because it's a dick move, but what if I said to her, you need to get to the gym, you need to do more cardio. Fuck me, I, 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 people would come at me like an angry mob. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So like, it's, it's just so different the way society, not just society, but just 
individual people also just look at male body confidence with female body confidence. And I truly just believe there's just not enough coverage behind male body confidence at all. I, I don't think there is. And I think that needs to change massively um, because there are going to be some guys that aren't like me and that can't take banter and that, you know, don't view it as banter, view it as genuinely offensive and makes them feel really, really shit. And I think there needs to be a little bit more coverage for people who genuinely do feel like ass about their body. You know what I mean? Mm. But it's one of those things as well where, like, obviously people can talk about it and people can... But because of the fact that, like we've been saying, it's almost these ingrained societal gender roles, I don't think it's going to be a quick fix because it's almost like society needs to change on a level in that it needs... Because so people always talk about it, don't they, when these male suicides happen and these male suicide rates come out. Everyone goes, no, this is terrible. We need to change. Males need to be able to talk. And I fully agree. And I think it should absolutely be fine. But do I ever think that even when these posts get shared by every, is it going to make a difference? No, because society needs to change on a whole. It's how we treat our kids bringing them up. It's how kids are treated in school. It's all of these things that are from literally the day that the child is born up until who you are now. Those experiences you have are reiterated and reinforced. So especially as you get older and you become an adult, they are in your, you. That is like a part of your identity. So do I think it is going to be a quick fix and something that can be resolved quickly, like within a few years? <laughs> Sadly not. But again, this yeah. people... And I'm going to say like yourself, because obviously, yes, I can speak about it and I'm happy to. But I think as a guy, it's that relatability. So for when I think, you know, more, the more that guys do speak up and guys who are respected, you know, it'd be really, really good to see some celebrities and to see some names share these issues. Because I think it really does help when like, someone like Tom Hardy, for him to go, actually, do you know what? I wanted this to be, I got this film role and I did not feel good enough to to do this film role the way I was. I felt that I needed to change my body in order to fit this type and I experienced this emotion and I felt this and you know I had to get help and you know, just to be able to voice it but it isn't voiced. 100%. Um, Jonah Hill is a is, is someone that comes to mind instantly. So like he I remember he he was explaining that like he didn't take a top off on the beach until he was like four, uh, 30 yep. or something like that. Um, like he's literally just came out and said like I, I've never been confident with my weight. And I don't know if you've seen him in any films, but his weight fluctuates massively. Like when he was super bad, he obviously was younger, but he was he was a little bit like overweight. And then he and then he was in Wolf of Wall Street and he lost, lost a lot of weight for that. And then he was in War Dogs, put on a lot of weight, but it fluctuated massively, fluctuated hugely. And he's actively came out and said that like he's never been confident enough with his weight, but he's the only person to my knowledge, that's actively came out and said that. And the interesting thing is, there's been not enough coverage on it. Like, I only, I, I literally seen that, like, on one post on my Facebook feed in, like, 2020, and then never seen it again. You know what I mean? Like, there's just not enough coverage of it as well. And I just, there needs to be so much more about it. Somebody in the industry itself needs to step up, step back, and actually say, like, this is bullshit. This is annoying. In fact, I tell a lie. I tell a lie, Paddy. You know, Paddy, I don't know if you watch uh, UFC, Paddy the Baddy, the one from Liverpool. I can't say I do, but I'll just smile and nod, yeah. Smile and nod, yeah. He was in an interview the other day, and I tell you what, he gave the most honest, he gave the most honest opinion on the whole like weight thing ever. So, it, depending on how much you know about UFC, you need to be in a certain weight bracket to compete. Um, and in order to get into the weight bracket to compete, Paddy needed to lose a lot of body fat. And basically, he had like a six-pack, he looked lean as fuck. He looked, he looked, he looked spot on, right? Um, but in his interview, they said to him, how do you feel about, you know, putting on the weight after the fight? And again, listen, at the end of the day, people with sick backs, they're not happy. They are not happy. Like, they are miserable. I'd rather be fat and happy than have a six pack and be miserable. And granted, he's, he's not fat. He's not overweight because he's already got the behaviours and habits in order to stop him from getting overweight. But he's no longer got a six pack. But you can tell that he still works out and stuff. You know what I mean? And you can tell he's happier in between fights because of that. And I know that he participates in like a weighted contest, which obviously is a little bit different to the general population. But he is only the second person to come out and say something about like the issues involving like having a six pack, you know, looking in the mirror and like, not seeing what you want, and mental health. 
him and Jonah Hill are two of the biggest like names that I've, no- that, that I've, I've noted that have said something like that. And I think more and more people should come out and say that because then I think the whole male stigma regarding you need to look a certain way will eventually just get covered under and just basically get eradicated. And hopefully, I, I don't know if this is naively saying, but I believe the whole coverage involving male stigma in the gym is currently year, it's like about a decade more under, underdeveloped than female stigma. Because I think there's so many people that are like, you know, eradicating the whole female stigma of you need to go to the gym to burn this many calories, you need to get slim, you need to put on, you need to have a thigh gap and all that. Mode. I think that is very, very, very close to getting completely eradicated. Whereas the lad stigma is years behind. People still are like, right, you need to go to the gym to get a six pack. You need to, you know, become Lord Swaldemort. You need to, you know, get quads like that. You know, things like that. And I think it's years behind. And I really do hope that within the next few years, we catch up to it. Yeah, I agree. I think it's the same. I think it is, it's not understood. It's not in light enough. And therefore, the change isn't going to happen. But I would like to kind of finish up on just still discussing the stigma on women currently and what they're experiencing. Now, I was actually having a conversation with someone the other day about this. And we were sort of just talking about um the ideology of like you know because he, he was saying to me what was he saying to me he said oh i went to this gym and I, I didn't like it there because there was loads of just girls just posing you know just in, the, in their shorts and their sports bras just posing around not really doing anything and it was a bit distracting for me so i said i kind of unpick that i said well to an extent i agree i do think that you go to some gyms and there will always be some girls who come in looking like the rats gone a night out but just wearing a gym outfit and they don't really do a right lot they just pose and then put it on their instagram that they're in the gym but they're not really doing anything that is a minority but more and more now you know these brands like Riderwear and gymshark are becoming huge and girls like the idea of the matching outfit and you know wear shorts and wear sports bras now we always said to be more body confident and you know wear shorts and wear the heel. But I was speaking to this guy, and he was saying to me that when girls do that, and when girls, you know, don't wear that much in the gym, they're just asking for attention. They are asking for male attention, and this is a fear that a lot of girls have: is this, you know, if I wear these certain things or if I go into that section, I am just going to be a victim of harassment. And I do think. It happens, but personally, I don't think it happens as much as people say it does. But from a guy's perspective, and I'm obviously not asking for necessarily your personal view, but from what you see with other males, what is your kind of perception of this issue at hand? Um, I know it's a tough one, but... No, no, it's a really, really good question. Right, so... um, Right, so I'm going to be honest. Please completely honest right now in order to back up my point firstly i'm going to explain a little bit of uh, um, genetic and evolutionary issues okay so back when we were in cavemen and you probably know this as someone who's very academic back when we were in cavemen there's a number of things that females tended to look for in lads that said you know what yeah we, we they, you know they're, they're attractive and stuff like that and it was usually like arms uh shot broad shoulders in order to you know, protect like well, young, etc., etc. All that good stuff. The traits that would protect them. So if the, if the guy looks strong and big, they're going to be able to protect us. That- exactly, exactly that. Whereas with females, um, it was wide hips, um, wide hips, uh, and basically that was it. In order to know if they were fertile, so they could give birth to young and everything like that. And these evolutionary traits have been ingrained into our system for years and years and years, which ultimately allows us to mate. Okay. Now, I'm not going to go on a massive tangent, but I just wanted to set that up before I come across with my point. So, it's very wrong that lads objectify, because it, it is, it is, majority, it is lads, and it's, it, it, it's horrible, because I've seen it in the gym. I've seen it in the gym, I've seen it happen and stuff like that, because I just want to go up to random lads that do this, and be like, listen mate, stop being a fucking creep, like, she's trying to, you know, do weight training and everything like that. I've never been in the position where I've had to go up to a girl and say the same thing. I've never done that before in my life, okay? So from that perspective, I 100% agree that the majority of the time, the people being creepy in the gym are lads. And I think it's just because whether or not they're 
you know, they know that they're doing it or not. Because sometimes I've seen lads literally just, you know, look or check out a girl working past 100%. But I've also seen females do that to lads as well, okay? And that's why I said that little thing at the start, just to, you know, prove that point that lads check out girls and girls check out lads in the gym. That's absolutely fine. What isn't fine is when, you know, lads make it really, really creepy and really, really, really weird. You know what I mean? That is when it's absolute bullshit. And there's no, there is nothing, unfortunately, that anybody can do about it apart from teach lads and tell lads not to be so fucking weird about it. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of like they're acting on instinct. And we're not instinctive. We are we're human beings. We've evolved from the instincts. You know what I mean? So stop acting like an absolute creep and start doing what you need to do. In my opinion, if you go to the gym, if you're a guy and you go to the gym for the sole intention of checking out girls and being weird to girls, you're not going for the right reason. You're supposed to be going to the gym to work on yourself, not trying to work on somebody else. And it's just absolutely bullshit because it happens from both sexes in regards to, you know, a girl finding a lad attractive and a lad finding a girl attractive. I think ladies are a little bit less obvious about it. So I don't know like what your what your opinion on it is, but I think ladies are a little bit more slide, not slide, that's the wrong word, like a little bit more, you know, if you find someone attractive in the gym, you know, look at them, give them the eyes and everything. Whereas I've seen lads that literally just stare for like 10 seconds. And it's like, I just want to go up to them and be like, mate, just, you've been resting for about two, three minutes now. Just fucking start lifting your weights. So from that perspective, I know it's going to sound, I know, I know it might be weird and girls do find it really, really, really creepy in the gym. But the majority of guys who do that have no bad intentions. They're just weird. You know what I mean? They are just very, they're, they're just, I think they're just acting on instinct. And I know that that's not, there's no, that's no excuse for that to happen. And I believe that they need to be taught from the ground up, stop making people feel uncomfortable in the gym. But, Ultimately, I don't think there's the majority of people that do that have no bad intentions. Um, and I know that, that this is a guy telling a bunch of ladies that don't worry about that lad in the gym. And it probably just it, it doesn't come across in a way that you can trust. But as someone that's been in the industry now for five years, who's been training, who has guy friends, who has girlfriends training in the gym, and has got loads of different experiences and opinions from everybody, that's the, that's the point that I'm going to end with in that there are weird guys there are weird girls as well but there are very very weird guys but there's no there's the majority of guys that do that have no bad intention and i i think they need to be told basically just stop being a fucking creep because at the end of the day it's ruining ruining everybody's experiences so i don't know what your opinion on that is but that's just my anecdotal opinion that i've you know got from everybody basically you think then females should be allowed to Within reason, obviously, like not coming in naked, but if a girl wants to come in in a matching sports bra and a matching outfit because she, that makes her feel good, that she has the right to do that without it being a cry for attention. Crack on, yeah, 100%. It's kind of like um, a lad can go in with a vest and shorts on in the middle of winter. You know what I mean? Like, if a guy ever does that, 100%, like, he, like, with, like a, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but there's guys that go in with a vest, literally just string for her and their nipples. You know what I mean? 100% looking for attention. 100%. Well, not 100% looking for attention, but it obviously makes them feel good. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to go in and a matching set because you like the colour or it makes you feel confident, you crack on. Don't let anybody else's feelings or judgments or thoughts towards you determine what you can and can't do. Because if that was the case, we'd never be happy. We'd always be trying to adhere to what other people think. You know what I mean? You crack on. If it makes you feel good, you do you at the end of the day. You know what I mean? I just wanted to kind of hear someone else's perceptions on that. Amazing. We've covered absolutely loads on male, female gym experiences, stigma around body image and body satisfaction around the gym and reaching out for help. So is there anything that you want to, and obviously we've been going for nearly an hour, but is there anything that you think that we've missed out on that topic that's important to discuss? Any questions that you got or any sort of finishing notes that you want to kind of leave it on for the people? Um, lads, if, it's, if there's any lads watching this, put your ego aside. Stop being a fella and just ask for help. It's the worst It's the worst mistake I ever made when I first started the gym. The amount of times I've walked up to some guy on the treadmill and gone, excuse me, do you mind if I give you some help? 
and they go, no, it's all right, I've got it. And then a year later, I see them in the exact same position. It's ridiculous. Stop thinking that you're Billy Big Bollocks. It doesn't matter that you can buy them a pint in a second. It doesn't matter that, you know what I mean, it doesn't matter that you, you, you might be attractive. You just need to put your ego at the door. Stop being a bellend and just ask for help. That's... Uh, that's why I'm coming out. Sorry for swearing at all your followers, but they just need to hear that. I use the F-bomb every night. Well, I use the F-bomb every single time I'm in the gym. The amount of times when you put like, you know, the um, the caption over your um, your story, and it just goes, beep, because you've put a naughty word in there, so people know. But well, if you delete the word and actually write it, it takes the beep out. Interesting. Um, that's it. That's I do it all the time. No, that's <laughs> good. And you know what? I think sometimes, especially guys, I think guys respond better to blunt black and white facts. Women are better with sort of the more sort of emotional, arty-farty way of discussing things. I think, guys, you just need to be sometimes quite blunt and say, black and white, this is how it is. So how you mention that then, which is, I think, absolutely brilliant. And it's it's just so true. It's just so true. Like, why is it that women, it's, it's okay for women to ask for help and with guys, it's not. And it really, it does upset me. And, it you know, it really does. I have worked with guys in the past, like I've said. I've had, before I sort of specified it, being a female coach, I had, I worked with two or three guys online. I worked with a couple of guys in the gym PT. And you just saw less and less guys reaching for help. Less guys being PT, less guys being coached. And like you said, whenever they are, it's they're never actually disclosing really very, very small amounts of time would you ever hear what the reason is besides from, or maybe I just want to get the bigger I just want to, you know, get it stronger. It's never actually on that emotional level. So don't be afraid to have, a, you know, emotions. Don't be afraid to, if you, you know, you feel unhappy in who you are, that is fine. It's not just a women's thing. Anyone, it's, it's, it's the world that we live in. You know, the, the comparison that you mentioned when you first started at the start of this, you just had that comparison the second you walked in. They're bigger than I am. He's bigger than I am. He's got the legs that I want. Body dissatisfaction and comparison happens to everyone, not just us women. So if anyone is struggling, it's okay. And again, yeah, just reach out. And again, reach out to someone who you feel comfortable to. Like, I think it's really good that you've done this, Kieran, and actually voice this, because as any guys that are watching this, I would love to think if they are struggling now, feel that they could speak to someone like yourself, because you have been there, you get that. And I think that's a really powerful thing for you to use as well within your what you discuss on your social media is your story, because... I think when other guys can see guys like yourself now who are maybe more of their ideal, who they want to be, you know, you're in great shape, you're happy, you're living your best life, you're confident, or more so at least than you were, you're who they want to be, but you were them. And you can say, actually, do you know what? I reached for help and it's the best thing I ever did. So it'd be really good to see that from people like yourself and just other male coaches as well, just be more. Because again, I don't want to go off on a tangent. Like, I keep thinking, oh, we need to wrap this up. But I've noticed in male content, I don't know if you've seen it with the coaches that you follow, you very, very see less emotional stories being told about their past and their struggles. Like in terms of like the knitting. Like you'll see yeah. talking about their previous eating disorders. You'll see girls talking about extreme struggles they had with their body and sh you know, sharing those photos and sharing some, pr you know, I'm quite open and honest. I share the vulnerable stuff and I do see a lot of girls doing that. I don't see as many guys doing that. Yeah, we're very, we're very, um, we don't, we don't, I don't know what it is, I, I do know what it is, but then again, I just don't get why they don't do it often, like, it, we just don't like being as emotional, mm. we, in fact, what's the word I'm looking for, we're very visceral, as opposed to ethereal, so we're very, very, we, you know, we, we say, we say things physically, as opposed to say things internally and emotionally, so we, prioritize pleasure over happiness you know what i mean we prioritize feeling over internal feeling we're very very visceral as opposed to ethereal and to an extent that's fine because that's just as lads but ultimately like if you're starting a fitness journey you've just got to put that aside for at least an hour a day and ask for help you know what i mean just the best if 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 any in fact this could go out to anyone males and females watching the best thing the genuinely best thing that you can do with five minutes of your time is reach out to somebody that knows their shit. Without sounding like Billy Big Bollocks, I know my shit. Lucy obviously knows her shit. There's so many people online that actually know their shit. Granted, there's some that are properly toxic and don't know anything. 
but there are so many people that actually know what they're talking about. The worst thing that you can do when you ask them a question is not reply. But the majority of coaches, the majority of professionals within the industry, provided they're not like too big for their boots, or provided they're not got like a blue tip or anything, they will reply and they will ask, answer your question. The worst thing you can do is not ask because then you're just going on the assumption that you know what's best, but you probably don't. You know what I mean? Like up until 10, up until 10 years ago, people thought that there was strength reps, muscle growth reps, and endurance reps. Now we've just assumed, now we've just found out that all of them can be considered muscle growth reps, provided they're taken to a certain amount of stimulus. You know what I mean? Provided they're taken to a certain amount of intensity. So if the biggest minds in the world got proved wrong five years ago, well, I think it was five years ago, then what's to say that you're wrong with everything that you think right now? Put your ego aside. Stop being a bellend and ask for help. I think that's a really nice note to end on. Thanks very much. My <laughs> and ecstasy but no thank you for your time um i've really enjoyed it. i'll be reposting this onto my feed and um, i don't have told this kieran what i do as well as i download this there's a way of doing it funky way of doing it i download the sound bite of this i put it onto a podcast as well so if any of you you know your clients or followers want to listen to this back in a bit more of an easy way you know headphones and a walk or a treadmill they can so i'll get that onto spotify later this week and i'll tag you and everything so you can reshare that but i really appreciate that i think that's been a really really insightful conversation discussion i did actually come in with the preconception that we were going to be talking about more like generally about the women issues but i'm glad that we've actually gone with the you know got not gone with the normal conversations about women gym stigma but actually had more of a discussion about just overall stigma and actually really really discussing men because it isn't discussed enough and I'm actually really, really glad that we've had this conversation and I'm hoping that someone has listened to it and has either internalised it or... Would you mind if I defend with a little bit of a sign-up? Is that okay? No, of course it's not. Go ahead. So what I usually do if I ever get like a hot seat on or a question and answer session on or anything like that, I usually end with go-to meal deal. Oh, I don't eat meal deals, so that's a really good... You've got a bit fun. You've got, okay, just, just think. A drink, your perfect drink, okay. your perfect main bulk item, sandwich, wrap, whatever it is, and then a snack. Oh, my God. This is such a hard question because it's not my thing. Okay. Pepsi Max, probably, inevitably. Um, Good call. Sandwich-wise, if I still have, like, a wrap. I know Costa do this, like, chicken fajita-style wrap. That's pretty good. So yeah. And then snack. Again, we'll probably stick with, like, a bakery, like, a homemade Costa's, like, caramel shortbread, something along those lines. That would be pretty sick, and I'd, I'd be happy with that. Respectable. If you would have said ham sandwich, water, and plain crisps, I would have ended this call straight away and never spoke to you again. But, you know, we're all good. Mine, what's yours? Now I'm intrigued. What's your go-to? Monster Ultra, the white one, 100%. No, no doubt about it. Um, I ever go chicken, bacon, and lettuce, or a turkey club, depending on the caloric goals. Obviously, if I'm bulking, turkey club. If I'm not, chicken, bacon, lettuce. Um, and then for my snack... I usually either get a protein flapjack or a millionaire shortbread, once again, dependent upon calorie goals. Um, without a doubt, Tesco, Tesco, Morrison's, Sainsbury's shit. Don't ever go to But I'll, um, I'll hold you to the, the Morrison's and um, Tesco once I finish dieting. I'll hold you to that one. Love it. Amazing. Love it. Thank you so much for your time, Kieran. So I'll wrap this up. Thank you for having me. It's been class. I'll probably have to do this again at some point and have a conversation about the things that no one talks about. I'll get you on mine at some point and we'll sort it out. Down. Right. Good evening, everyone, and we'll catch you soon. See you later, guys. Take care. I never know how to win these. <laughs>